real. For real, real. Hi, I'm Dan. Hi, I'm Jenny. And this is Rookie Movie Reviews. And Dan, what do we do on this podcast? We are burning through the top 100 movies of all time as chosen by fans on IMDb. So, you know, talking about quote-unquote good movies. Just heard a car pass. So, I guess that's what that buzzing sound is underneath a lot of our recordings. Cars. Busy street, man. Interesting. Busy, busy life. Busy street. Um, busy life indeed. We're house hunting right now. It is not going well. The market is hot, 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 and we are poor, poor, poor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is ridiculous. I was watching a YouTube video of a realtor talk about realty things just because I don't know many of them, and I should. Mm-hmm. And he said... Things are crazy in Colorado. I got 12 offers. It's the most I've ever seen. It's insane. Mm -hmm. And then our realtor says, yeah, that house had 27 offers on it. (laughs) Didn't she have one with 50? Yeah, something completely nuts. And then the one we just looked at that we offered on had 15. Yep, and these are going for like 30K over asking. Which we can't afford. Hopefully those people stop buying houses sometime soon here. That'd be nice if they did. Uh, what did we watch today? Uh, well, we watched all of the Star Wars, but we took three days to watch it, which is why we skipped last week and mm-hmm. are publishing this Sunday. Yeah. Sorry uh, to our doting fans who might wonder, hmm, where's that upload from Rookie Movie Reviews? Yeah, it, it, it's got to bake in the oven a bit longer. You know, we have more research to do. Just like those sweet potato fries we had for dinner. Too soft. Too soft. Oh my god, we have 15 minutes per episode because we're baking a cake right now. (laughs) And we gotta get in under that cake buzzer. Let's talk about the first movie. A New Hope. A New Hope. Retroactively named A New Hope. Yeah, so when this movie first came out, it was going to be kind of a standalone thing. And then it was so ridiculously popular Mm -hmm. that they made it a trilogy. And I guess since, uh, to lead on to how we're going to be doing this quick... Um, people are familiar with Star Wars, and if you're not, just watch them. It's crazy that people haven't watched them yet. They're so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. They're just nice. They're mostly the 70s. Yeah, so when I was looking up Return of the Jedi, that, that one came out in like the mid-80s. Mm. 83, so early 80s. Empire Strikes Back is 1980 on the nose, directed by Irvin Kirshner. And then Star Wars A New Hope is 1977 by George Lucas, directed by George Lucas. So yeah, these aren't all directed by George Lucas. They have three different directors. Oh, Cabbage is rude. Is that... Oh, that's not Santa Claus coming (laughs) in with presents? That's our cat scratching his neck? Yes. Because we had to give him a collar because he keeps attacking our old boy and apparently a bell can help Pugsley kind of assess danger he's near and maybe get off his rumpus. But he doesn't. He is a lazy boy. <laughs> yeah, Pugsley, if he assesses that danger is near, he does nothing about it. Well, he screams. Yeah. And then kind of tumbles and hisses. Yeah. So, A New Hope. Very... So, when you think about it, as a standalone movie, it's pretty cool. It's about this far-off world, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Which is like, that's badass. Because mm-hmm. it's the future. So what happened? And there are aliens all over the place, and we're on Alderaan, and this young boy... Well, Tatooine. Tatooine. My bad. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's like we didn't just watch all of these. I will say off the bat, that's something I like. So Tatooine comes up again in uh, Return of the Jedi. These planets that you visit... I mean, it's a galaxy-spanning adventure of trilogy or whatever, but yeah. uh, it's familiar. Everywhere you go is established, kind of, mm-hmm. and I like it a lot. And I think that's something kind of lost in the prequels and sequels. Um, I don't like the sequels all that much, and it definitely feels like they're stretching for like galaxy-hopping kind of adventure. Like, oh, look at how fucking crazy this place is. But in these movies, it's just kind of... Oh yeah, we're going back to Tatooine to get Han Solo or whatever. And the movies uh, kind of spend a lot of time in one place as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's 
it is a romp. So it's a Star War. That's the whole thing. <laughs> we're in we're in the middle of a rebellion against um, the Galactic Empire, which is ran by Darth Vader. Yeah, he's the a top general, I think. They all serve the Emperor because. Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, he's higher ranked than Vader. He tells Vader what to do. Yeah, yeah, and then Palpatine would be above Vader. Yeah. So Vader must just be like a general. Or something. Or a he's... Darth? What's a Darth? Dark. <laughs> that's, that's like the Sith title. Mm-hmm. Darth whatever. Very cool. So Alderaan comes from Princess Leia, who's an interesting character. And... I don't remember where we kind of start, but there is an attack on the rebel base by Darth Vader, and Leah, Leia hides plans on a droid, and then she needs them to be taken to Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's their only hope. Mm-hmm. To escape because there's no life force on this escape pod, so the they're not the Sith. The Empire lets them go. Mm-hmm. So one thing I like about the prequels is kind of it establishes what all of this is. It's nice to be thrown in the middle of a story sometimes. I think since, well, you made me watch the prequels and these sequels not that long ago. Uh, One thing that's so cool is it's so effective with its characters. Darth Vader shows up, like the the Empire comes in, murders a ton of soldiers, Mm -hmm. and then Darth Vader shows up and just kind of walks through the bodies, casually kills one of his own soldiers for talking back to him pretty much. Yeah. He's force choking people. It's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, the what force? is that? Amazing. Um, after these droids escape, Darth Vader is coming and he is aware that Leia was up to something. He orders the troops to kind of go down to chase after the droids who were launched and land on the desert planet of Tatooine, where they kind of wander around the desert. Mm-hmm. get kidnapped by Jawas, which are an iconic little alien, you know, the little hood and glowing eyes, and uh, end up in the employ of Luke Skywalker and his aunt and uncle. So they're moisture farmers on this island, or this desert planet, and, uh, you know, they're they're salt-of-the-earth type people, I guess. They're, they're frontiers people, pretty much. Who buy black market merchandise from... Thieves. Yeah, but that's also cool, like, world building, just, it's clearly isolated, clearly rough and tumble, and it's kind of a little ecosystem. I don't know. No, I agree. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, just being silly. pointing out they are doing some shady dealings. Mm-hmm. While Luke is cleaning R2-D2, he accidentally sets off Leia's message to Obi-Wan Kenobi, and he thinks, dang, that chick's hot. Little does he know, that's his twin sister. <laughs> I wonder when Luke decided that. Because they decided that Darth Vader, Dark Father, was Luke's dad for this movie. Mm-hmm. But I wonder... Hmm. I think there it was are... in the third movie that they firmly established the connection. Because like, they said there is another, but there's they don't have to say, oh, it's... Because in the first movie, when they say there is another, that could it was going to be a standalone movie. It's like, oh, more mystery. Who could mm-hmm. it be? But... Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Luke tries to... Well, R2-D2 runs off, or he goes missing, and Luke tries to find him. But he is attacked by sand people who are badass, and I'm glad the Mandalorian revisits them. And he gets his shit rocked, and old Ben Kenobi, an acquaintance of Luke's... uh, There's no... It's like uh, Dr. Martin and Marty McFly. Like, why do they know each other? Why does this old man know this teenager? Yeah, on those dangerous... I don't, he's a hermit that lives out in the desert. And Luke is like, do you mean old Ben? <laughs> Looking for Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's a pretty common last name around here. I do want to say that we are just about at ten minutes. So wrap it up in five? So wrap it up in five. Let's hear the rest of this story. Five minutes. Luke has to go find R2 because he went missing. And while he's looking for R2, he gets attacked by sand people. And he's rescued by Obi-Wan Kenobi who he knows is Old Ben, because Obi-Wan definitely translates to Ben. He's <laughs> anglicized? Yeah. <laughs> old Ben Kenobi takes Luke to his hut to heal him, because he got his shit rocked, and he tells Luke the story of his father, 
Obi-Wan and Luke's father fought together in the Clone Wars. Unfortunately, a formal pupil, a former pupil of Obi-Wan's, Darth Vader, killed Luke's father. And then Obi-Wan gives Luke his father's lightsaber that we will later learn was used to kill dozens and dozens of younglings. Yeah. In episode three. Love that. Yeah, just... Love that meme. <laughs> anyway, R2 plays Leia's message. Obi-Wan recognizes that they need to go help on Alderaan because Vader is trying to rule the galaxy. And Star Fox is the only hope. <laughs> Obi-Wan offers to go with Luke to save the galaxy but they're going to need backup. And they take the droids, they leave uncle and aunt on the farm, and they go into town, and Obi-Wan showcases the Force to some weak-minded... Uh, Stormtroopers. Stormtroopers, thank you. I couldn't think of the word. So, Force is introduced, that shit rocks, and they go to a bar. And in the bar is Han Solo. Probably the coolest motherfucker on the entire galaxy. Yeah, he is fly as hell... Has a vest. Cool vest. He's like a cowboy. I'm going to take over the Han Solo character before Jeff slouches into it naturally. (laughs) (laughs) That's a community reference. (laughs) Han Solo is on the run from Jabba the Hutt, who is a mob boss. And we find out Han is a smuggler for him. They want Han because he pilots the Millennium Falcon, uh, a supposedly fast ship. A fun tidbit that I like is that uh, six parsecs, parsecs is a measure of distance. So Han Solo was either pulling it out of his ass or they just wanted to say cool space shit. And have you seen that fan theory that basically says, when he says, oh, my ship did the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs, we get a reaction shot from Luke and Obi-Wan and Luke is amazed and Obi-Wan looks very suspicious and confused. So it's probably just... You know, some random B-roll that they had, but also fans have said, ah, Obi-Wan is no fool, but mm-hmm. Luke is just a dumb kid, pretty much, so. Obi-Wan is a very cool character. I'm glad we get to revisit him in the prequels, even though it's not the same actor. Yeah. He's just total badass. Mm-hmm. Mad props to him. And we also get to meet Chewbacca, who is a Wookiee, and he's the co-pilot of the Millennium Falcon. They get the F out of there. Uh, Han shot first. Mm-hmm. It is known. Disney Plus reworked it to make it look like he dodges a laser beam by shifting his neck unnaturally and then shoots back. But Han Solo's a, a bastard. Yeah, it's much better for his character if he shoots first. To, He's um a scoundrel. Yeah, but I like scoundrels. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before the Falcon gets to Alderaan where Leia needs help, Moff Tarkin... Interrogates Leia about the location of the rebel base because she's high up in the rebel fight. It's so... I wonder... Some people are just better at taking responsibility. And maybe it's because she was a diplomat. But the fact that they're the same age, Leia has her shit together. And Luke's just like, I was gonna go look at parts with the boys. But also, I saw some other flip side of that where Obi-Wan is explaining how the siblings were split up at birth to protect them and luke is like oh well you gave me to a a pair of moisture farmers in the middle of a decrepit desert with no life for miles i can't imagine what my sister had to deal with and we was like oh she's royalty she's a princess she lives in a a castle and <laughs> isn't that a family guy bit i think so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay they uh they threaten to destroy Alderaan, so she says it's on Dantooine, and he just destroys Alderaan instead, because fuck you, Leia. With the goddamn Death Star. With the say. Death Star. That's <laughs> yeah. no small moon. He shoots a fucking laser out of a massive... That's something else that's so unique to Star Wars. Well, maybe not unique, but very iconic of Star Wars is the architecture of it. Makes no fucking sense. Like, this ship is the size of a moon yeah and also we see inside it later on and it's just catwalks into bottomless chasms with no railings and like there's pillars with important controls (laughs) on the other side and you get like 
a foot of shimmy space to like go around this pillar. So it's not and, nuclear, because nuclear wouldn't need that much empty computing space. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's just? It must be fucking scorching in there with all the oh my god venting. To, <laughs> but yeah, it's, I I like how these ships and buildings and bottomless caverns and everything just make no sense. Um, it's a silly but iconic part that's stands out. Yes, it's very cool. Han, being a bad boy, tries to attack a TIE fighter that he sees floating around the Not Moon, and he gets taken in a, <laughs> like a tractor beam. Yeah, yeah. Also, and... just fuck this TIE fighter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got separated. It's <laughs> <He's> in trouble. <laughs> but it was bait. It was, it was bait, and Han Solo said, yummy, yummy, yummy. I take the bait. <laughs> They're inside the Death Star now. Obi-Wan tries to disable the tractor beam, and Luke wants Han and Chewbacca to help him rescue Leia, because he finds out that she's there and she's going to be executed. Obi-Wan disables the tractor beam, and then he sacrifices his life in a Vader duel, which there's a fan edit of this that is so good. Mm-hmm. And it, it requires the context of the prequels... To really like but i would recommend looking this up if you know that just because there's a history between them darth vader was his formal formal former pupil i don't know why i want to say formal instead of former well he's dressed up in a suit yeah they're in suits robes very classy so they save leia uh obi-wan's dead super sad and then the empire put a tracking device in the falcon and they follow them to the actual hidden rebel base uh, located on a different planet. And this one really ticks me off because they're going to the hidden rebel base. And after they make their escape from the Death Star, Leia says, we are being tracked. Mm-hmm. That is why we got away so easy. And then they go to the base like immediately after that in the ship that Leia knows is being tracked. Yeah. And it's like, what, do you want to draw them there? To attack them, even though it's firmly established with the Death Star that you are hopelessly outgunned, mm-hmm. makes well, no sense. Well, there's a new hope, <laughs> and that hope is Luke. Yeah. Leia has the plans, the schematics for the Death Star. There's a hole about the size of the quarter, and if they can get a laser shot in there, they're good to go. Mwah. Mwah. Luke becomes a starfighter. It's not really established that he's a good pilot. But apparently he's the best pilot and best marksman the world's ever seen. Yeah. Which he probably got from his dad. They say that... Yeah, which because isn't his, inherited, but... <laughs> Obi-Wan says, ah, your father too was a cunning warrior and a great star pilot. But he does... They say a couple times, like... Because Luke's friend from Tatooine is in the Rebel Army. Mm-hmm. And his friend says, oh, he was the best bush pilot on Tatooine. And then when they're talking about the ventilator shaft that they need to shoot a little bomb down or whatever. Yeah. He's like, I used to bullseye womp rats in my P-85 back home. <laughs> Which would just piss me off if this random hick shows up and starts <laughs> talk, talking about... Luke Skywalker is a random hick. Yeah, I love that. You're working your way up through the ranks. And then this dude comes from Desert Dust Planet. It's like, I shoot rats. Uh, back home on the farm Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah okay well are the rats shooting you back and are you being chased by fucking imperial tie fighters and stuff luke no he also has a one-up while he's flying Mm -hmm. the force ghost of obi-wan whispers in his ear to use the force and the force isn't really established as like a religion like the jedi but it's this mystical space magic and it works he gets a shot down into that exhaust port, and it destroys the Death Star moments before it fires on the Rebel base. And then we just cut to a ceremony. Han, Luke, R2-D2? No, it's uh, Han, Luke, Chewbacca, and... Yeah, I think our, the droids go up and they're yeah. standing in front of the crowd. But uh, Chewbacca does not get a medal. No. Even though he's the best co-pilot in the galaxy. Yeah, he's a real bro. I mean, A New Hope is so much fun. Like, yeah. There's all these cool characters, like Vader's badass and mm-hmm. 
There's a one scene that's so much fun. I think Han is by far the best character in this movie. That scene where they do the prison break for Leia off the Death Star. And they just shoot out every camera. And there's like six jump cuts to different cameras that they shoot. And then the funny bit is when Han has to respond to the radio where he's like, oh, we had a weapons malfunction. And the captain's like, we're coming up to check. He's like, no, no, everything's fine. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) uh, It's a very funny movie and the action is cool. The space is cool. The exterior of the Death Star is cool. All these little models they use are cool. It's a really cool movie. And honestly, I can't fault it too much. There's a bunch of stuff that's like really basic level hero's journey type stuff but yeah but it's so good and it's not homophobic or well it's a little sexist but it's not the worst 80s 70s movie we've seen yeah it's kind of like as i think about the character of leia Mm -hmm. i mean she's firmly established to be uh very upfront and a good leader and uh courageous in these two and then return of the jedi comes along and they're like We've had this lady in our movies for two movies now, and we haven't sexed her up. Yeah. Get her in a bikini. So it's kind of weird that... (sighs) We'll uh, talk about it when we get there. Yeah. (laughs) I can't think of any example out of this movie that makes her look like a ditz or adult. She's really just kind of... She's just this badass space babe. Yeah. Um, What are your thoughts on uh, New Hope? It's It's a romp. Good romp. Good romp. And then... Cut to three years later. The Rebel Alliance is led by Princess Leia, and they have a base on the ice planet Hoth. Yes. Movie opens up, they're on Hoth. Uh, Darth Vader's looking for him all over the place. Just the big old ice planet. And Vader sends drones out to find him. Luke gets distracted by one. And clubbed by a wampa, which is basically the abominable snowman. He's clubbed by this wampa, and then everyone at the base is like, where's Luke? He's still out there. Mm -hmm. Han is ride or die. No, Han has to leave. And that pisses Leia off, because he needs to be on the run from Jabba. But he's ride or die for Luke. Yeah, so he doesn't leave, because he has to go find Luke. Yes. Um, And Luke frees himself from the wampa by pulling his lightsaber out of a snowbank with the force cutting the thing's arm off and uh, escaping into a blizzard. Han finds him on a tauntaun, which are fun little critters, and the tauntaun freezes to death, cuts it open, stuffs Luke inside. I think the tauntaun dies of exhaustion and cold, not just freezes to death. Oh. Because otherwise Han would have to freeze to death. Yeah, because he doesn't have all that fur. No. And tauntauns are hot inside. They are hot inside, which is gross. We get to see Han use a lightsaber to... Pop open a... So Han can use a lightsaber. I th- yeah. I always can read... anyone use a lightsaber? Yeah, because it's just a switch. I've always read that hmm. the reason it's for Jedi only is because, hey, it's like plasma. It's weightless. So if you are not guided by the Force and have like supernatural agility pretty much and can't sense these things, then you will have a high chance of basically killing yourself because... If you swing it wrong, you cut yourself in half. But if Han is just using it like a blowtorch, pretty much, to slice open a tauntaun, it's it's fine. You know? Okay. Okay. Um, the two are rescued in the morning by a search party. Mm-hmm. Overall, a fun little sequence. We get Rogue to see two. the... Yeah, Rogue 2, which was co-opted to make Rogue 1. Even though, like you pointed out... Rogue Leader is Rogue One. You go Rogue Leader, yeah. Rogue Two. There is no Rogue One. Or whatever. I'm calling George Lucas. <laughs> Got him on speed dial. The drones detect some man-made structure on Hoth. And Vader is very convinced, against the advice of his admiral, that those are the rebels. Well, that admiral's a stupid bitch, because Vader was right. Yeah, which... I mean, Vader is connected by the Force or whatever to this shit, but... It is funny that he just defies the Admiral on no basis whatsoever. And then he's right. And not only does he defy them, they launch a full-scale attack with, like, their entire armored battalion, air force, ground assault, without 
as far as I recall, visually confirming an actual rebel. They just saw these buildings yeah. and send everybody out. Somebody this... argues it might just be a settlement because a lot of those go uncharted. Yeah. So they could have just been destroying a small farming settlement. Which is in line for the Empire. Yeah, it's like, oh, whoops. <laughs> Try again tomorrow, guys. They... Uh... One thing that's important that I skated over is while Luke is freezing to death before Han finds him, mm-hmm. the Force Ghost of Obi Wan shows up and says, "You must go to Dagobah to continue your training," um, which was a long shot, and it's kind of fun that this movie establishes at this point, like before we really learn about the Force in this movie, dude could just be having like death visions, you know? It's, <laughs> it's kind of like, oh shit, what he's dying and sees Ben or what? Uh, in any case, there's a super badass battle uh, on Hoth with those AT-AT walkers mm-hmm. and the little two-legged walkers, and they start tripping them with toe lines and stuff. Really cool. The base is falling apart, and um, Han basically gets forced into saving Leia because she's the last one out, like a good leader. Yes. And uh, he is kind of lumped back into the rebellion, and... One thing that cheeses me off about this opening is that it definitely seems as though our main characters are leaders and generals in the Rebel Alliance just because they're the main characters. Like, in the first movie, Luke shows up out of nowhere and blows up the Death Star. Normally I would think, oh, he gets a promotion, he gets a medal, he's kind of a hero. Uh, But instead he's... promoted like he's a leader he's a captain mm-hmm. almost seems like second in command to leia and then han is referred to as like a great captain or a general or something yep. it's like this dude is literally a smuggler that just showed up one day and now they're the figureheads of the rebellion <laughs> and it just doesn't really make that's sense that's how rebellions work anyway like like oh he's a good who was george washington when he became president he's a good tactician hamilton was an orphan from uh Abandoned, dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know any of the lines, so if you want to keep going, you're going to No, have we to... have ten minutes to get through this movie. We, uh, we're actually at a total runtime of 28 minutes. We went a little long in the tooth on. Okay, we have two minutes to wrap this up. Luke goes to Dagobah, where he is trained by Yoda, who is this creepy little green fuck. I don't know if you've ever heard of Yoda before, (laughs) but he speaks in broken grammar, and he teaches Luke about the Force by being a little backpack. Yeah, I love how... I love his character in this movie. He's funny, yeah. Yeah. This this Yoda is a crazy old coot Mm -hmm. who went to go hide in the forest like Toph in Legend of Korra. She's Yoda. I think that's exactly the parallel they're making. Yeah, and if you just watch the prequels uh, and learn of Yoda there, he's totally different. Like, there he's a very serious stoic. He basically is just looking off into the distance and then smirks every now and then. (laughs) But this Yoda is like, I'm going to eat your granola bar and, (laughs) like, hit your robot with a stick and that sort of stuff. Like, he's completely unhinged. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time on Dagobah, but it does not last long. No, because Han uh, goes to the Floating Cloud City, where he meets his old buddy, Lando Calrissian. And uh, we also find Boba Fett, who's the bounty hunter that Jabba hired to track Han. Boba Fett's really cool. He doesn't come up as much as one might think for being such a action-figured character. That's what character design does, man. Mm-hmm. So it works. He's awesome. Vader forces Lando to hand over Han, Leia, etc. to the Empire. And Lando feels kind of bad about this because Han is his buddy. But it was for money. And this is just more great. Like, this whole sequence just makes Han that much cooler. Mm. He's got this history to him. Like, who the fuck is Lando? His pal, he says, won it off of... Someone in a gambling match, like yeah, this guy is crazy. Yeah, Lando is leading an industrial city in the clouds that he won gambling, and Han is friends with this guy. He's just a side character to Han, so it's like, whoa, what the fuck is up with Han? Yeah, you know. So well, we should on. watch. They did make that Solo movie. I heard it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, we should check it out. I do like Han Solo. 
There's also a great post about this where Han walks in, Darth Vader's there, no questions, starts shooting. Yeah, just gunning for Vader. Also, I think this is the only time you ever see in Star Wars where someone just grabs laser bullets with the force hand. Yeah. Um, but he he straight up smacks them out of the air. Very cool. Like Neo. Darth Vader is pretty cool. He's a pretty cool villain. You know what I took for granted? What was that? Someone upstairs. Oh. Uh, that scene in episode 7 where Kylo Ren attacks the rebel base and someone tries to shoot him and he mm-hmm. catches it midair, uh, the plasma bolt, and it freezes there and everyone's like, what the hell just happened? And we pan over to Kylo Ren holding it in stasis and then he shoots it off in some other direction. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so I guess there is precedent uh, in the other movies. It's not just Vader. Well, Vader is the precedent. Yes. Yes. He's the precedent, but he's not the only one who's ever done it. It wasn't like, oh, cool idea with barehanded blaster block and, and then just drop it. The third... What are the third set of trilogies called? The, prequels, those sequels. are the sequels. So it goes. Oh, prequels, prequels original OT sequels. sequels. So those used it used to be the sequels. Yeah. But now the new trilogies, the new sequels. Yeah. I don't like those movies that much. Yeah, they're not very good. The last one is horrific. Anyway, uh, Luke is. Uh, gonna rescue him, and Vader's like, "Hell yeah, that's the plan," because we're gonna we're gonna grab him, <laughs> and I'm gonna eat him because I am Jupiter. And I will eat my son. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was not following you for a bit, and then I realized you were doing a bit, mm-hmm. uh, and now I'm on board. Yum yum yum, give me that son. <laughs> gimme gimme gimme. Yum yum yum. How, how many times do you think we've done Gimme, 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 Gimme? Many times. Almost every episode. Probably our new hashtag. Okay. He wants to take Luke to the Emperor so that he can be turned to the dark side of the Force. And this is before we find out there can only be two Sith. So kind of a dumb plan by Darth. Who's going to die? Him or Palpatine? This is not where we can find out there can only be two. No, no, no. We find out later. Did I say it different? Uh, I might have misheard, but I think no, like, I mean, this is well, where we, we could, find out. We could rewind. That's okay. Okay, because we gotta go. We have a cake. Yeah, we have cake to concern ourselves with in a full movie. That's true. Luke uh, uses the Force and has a premonition of Han and Leia being not good in feel. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking like Yoda, because we're back on Dagobah. And he tries to tell Luke that to become a Jedi, you must uh, abandon all attack. And Luke says, no, I guess I'm not a Jedi. And he wants to go save his friends. Mm-hmm. Which is a consistent caricature of Luke, which is awesome. And also matches his father, who turned to the dark side because he gave into emotion. And I think that's a messed up thing in the Jedi religion, that emotion attachment is what makes you dark. Yeah. Sad. Sad. Particularly because I, I think this is just fans attributing more significance after the fact. Yeah. But... You see a lot of examples of that not being the case. Like, in this trilogy alone, uh, spoiler alert for Return of the Jedi, but it is emotional attachment that brings Vader back to the light side at the very end. You know, like his connection to his son is what makes him good. Mm -hmm. And we learn in the extended universe, uh, like Clone Wars and stuff, that Obi-Wan was basically married to a woman yeah and then lost that relationship but he remained good so basically just hypocrisy of a jedi order anyway that's not really at play here (laughs) vader (laughs) wants to hold luke in carbonite and he decides to test it on han which is a pretty cool scene han survives uh and he's going to be given to boba fett who's going to take him back to jabba the hutt so that he can collect the bounty Lando uh, frees Leia and Chewbacca, but they can't stop Boba Fett from taking off with Han Solo. Then the city is attacked by stormtroopers, and they fight their way back to the Falcon and flee. But while they're fleeing, Luke is uh, fighting with Vader, pretty much. They're they're lightsaber dueling in that cavernous thing he (laughs) talked about. The central air shaft of Cloud City. Yeah. 
Seemingly. Or the server room. <laughs> Probably. Vader cuts off Luke's hand and tells him to embrace the anger over losing his hand and join the dark side. Luke says, hell nah, because you killed my dad. And Vader says, ho, ho, wait up. I'm your daddy. I'm your papa. <laughs> Which is a great scene, even knowing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Luke doesn't believe him, so he yeets himself off. Yep, he just uh, falls down an air shaft and then reaches out uh, via the Force to Leia, who is flying away, and Leia receives this and, you know, connects with Luke to the Force because, again, mm-hmm. they're siblings. They are sexy, both... sexy siblings. Yeah, and I guess we kind of skate over the fact that at this point They've made Luke out and like Leia three times. have shared passionate kisses. Um, I interrupted you because I wanted to say it. Sexy kisses. Um, Meet so... for kisses with Jenny. And then uh, Leia comes back and they save Luke, who immediately gets a hand. This kind of makes me laugh because one of the criticisms of the newest Star Wars, the sequels, I guess, light spoiler for this, but there's a scene that makes you believe Chewbacca dies. And then the scene ends and the next scene begins and Chewbacca is in that scene. So it's literally... 10 seconds of thinking Chewbacca is dead. And in this one, Luke gets his hand cut off by Vader. And then the next scene, he's getting a little prosthetic hand that looks exactly like a human hand. (laughs) And works exactly like a human hand and feels like a human hand. And it's like, oh no, but it's fake. It gets shot later on. (laughs) So you can see the wires. But then he puts a glove on. uh, So you still don't see the robot hand. Um, Very dumb. Uh, In any case... Uh, they are chased by TIE fighters, uh, R2-D2 fixes the uh, hyperdrive, and they rejoin the Rebel fleet. At the end of this movie, Lando, Calrissian, and Chewbacca go to Tatooine to confront Jabba and save Han Solo. And we kind of end with some unresolved things. You know, Han's out there, Vader is alive and well, Luke and Leia were just kind of beat at Bespin, so mm-hmm. pretty cool movie. I guess my favorite part of this movie, I'd say this is my favorite of the three, mm-hmm. just because you got Hoth, you got Dagobah, Bespin, like these really iconic sequences. And also, again, the characters are great. Han, Lando is a fun addition, and uh, Boba Fett sulking around, not to mention the reveal and like the climactic lightsaber duel. It's all really cool. Very, very cool. And then is this I Love You, I Know? Or is that? Yep, that's, that's one. Very good. Very good scene. Iconic line. Han and Leia's love story is nice. I like that they threw it in there. Yeah. I love them. And they dated in real life, but apparently Harrison Ford is a huge bastard. And Carrie Fisher was mad addicted to coke. Yeah, I've heard similar stories. Okay, on to Return of the Jedi. And that Jedi is Luke Skywalker. It's been a year since Han was taken away. C-3PO and R2-D2 were sent to Jabba the Hutt uh, on Tatooine, actually. So we keep coming back to Tatooine. And Luke Skywalker sent them there because he's going to trade them. And disguised as a bounty hunter, Princess Leia infiltrates the palace... And she's going to collect the bounty on Chewbacca. She is also going to unfreeze Han. But she's caught, and she gets enslaved by Jabba the Hutt. Luke comes this time, but Jabba drops him down through a trapdoor to be eaten by a Rancor. Which is a badass, giant, demon-looking thing. Very cool thing. (laughs) Luke Luke murders it. (laughs) Jabba's pissed. Oh, we didn't talk about this at all, but Jabba... So, for the the releases of these movies on Disney+, Plus, some elements are recreated in CGI. And those look like trash every yeah. time. Jabba looks like trash in the first movie, but he's back to his puppet in this movie. What's particularly funny is a scene on uh, Tatooine in the first movie where they first show up to Moss Eisley to charter a, a ship. They add in so many critters and background scene things of like stormtroopers climbing on these rhino things 
And at one point, it almost feels like a spoof because there's a bunch of stuff that's clearly added in in a remake and it looks bad. And then there's another thing added in that walks across the screen. And at one point, this whole CG animal just walks across the screen and you spend like five seconds just looking at its side and ass. And it's right up against the camera as it walks across the screen. And it's like, what the fuck is this? It, it is so over the top and bad. But they do bring back the Jabba puppet. They must have... The reason is that Jabba's in this scene so much. And honestly, the first 30 minutes of this movie take place in Jabba's palace. And he's in all the scenes. So it must have just been, oh, it's too expensive to make him a computer. <laughs> so it's going to have to look like a puppet. And it turns out to be... The biggest boon of the movie is that they did not fuck with Jabba. Yeah. But Jabba do get fucked with. How so? <laughs> so Jabba sentences Luke, Han, Chewbacca to death. And he's going to feed him to a new beast. Jabba's got beasts. He's, he's going to feed him to a Sarlacc now. He's got a menagerie. Yeah, he has a man-eating menagerie. Which is a, a big... Like in Little Shop of Horrors, but it's in the desert. It's a man-eating plant. Yeah. In a sand pit. Yeah. So, Luke hit his lightsaber inside of R2-D2, and he frees himself and his buds, and they fight Jabba's men. During the fight, Boba Fett falls into the Sarlacc um, after Han accidentally punctures his jetpack yeah which is there's so much chaos in the scene (laughs) it's a really cool fight um also what you were alluding to earlier with java getting Mm -hmm. dirty love it uh leia chokes him to death with chains the chain she was attached to him with which is female better female empowerment than that marvel scene yeah then (laughs) infinity war that was bad but just it, this is fucking brutal. Like, mm-hmm. It's a long scene. He's slowly <laughs> gagging to death and choking. And Leia's just fucking like, fuck you, man. I'm killing you. Uh, it's really gross. And his tongue is like flailing around uh, as he's dying. He's got a big slimy tongue in the puppet. Uh, nightmarish. Yeah. Very badass, though. Mm-hmm. Just straight up murder on screen. Yeah. How did this movie not get an R? <laughs> Maybe because it was a puppet. It's like um, the Indiana Jones and uh, uh, the Lost Ark, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where it's PG-13 and there's bloody gunshots and people burning to death on screen. It's like, whoa, shit, guys. <laughs> What's going on in the 80s, guys? <laughs> is it coke? <laughs> I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I'm an adult. This man is burning. <sighs> okay. They... After killing everybody that wasn't a good guy, they go back. (laughs) (laughs) So it doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. They're like, my family is being squeezed by the mob, and they said if I didn't join the mob that they would kill my family. (laughs) 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 Luke is like, (laughs) fuck you. Shouldn't have tried selling drugs, you idiot. (laughs) Generational wealth. Have you heard of it, jackass? (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars is fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they they go back to the Rebel Alliance, but Luke is returning. <laughs> I just was thinking more about your bed with Luke, lecturing people on the finer points of economics before killing them. <laughs> like, that is a good bit, and I didn't give it enough props at the time, so I just wanted to back up, give you props. Okay. Your parents should have learned to invest better. <laughs> Set you up for a future. Yes. Take <laughs> Why don't you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and go to a trade school? Oh my god, Luke is a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he would be. Yeah. But uh, I feel as though Mark Hamill himself is quite liberal on Twitter, if I recall. Yeah, I like Mark Hamill a lot. Yeah, he's a good, good I dude. like Democrats. <laughs> I only like Democrats. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you, Mom. Love you, Dad. And your dated views. Luke returns to Dagobah <laughs> to complete the Jedi training with Yoda, uh, who's dying. He's gotten too old in the last year. 
Yoda confirms Darth Vader is Luke's father, and he dies. I'm sorry. You're laughing, so I'm laughing. Yoda's death is tragic. Well, he just goes to sleep and then turns to dust. It's also funny because he goes to bed, ready to die, and Luke is like, tell me if uh, Vader's my dad. And Yoda says, I need to rest. He's so tired. He turns over, and Luke keeps pestering him. And then he's, he's like, ah, and he turns back over because he's facing away. And then he like rolls back over. He's like, yeah, <laughs> Peter was your dad. There's another Skywalker. I'm going to die now. And then he turns to dust. And <laughs> he's like, if you wake me up again, I'm going to be pissed. So, yeah, that scene is sad, but kind of silly because Luke basically pesters him out of dying for a little bit just to get some more info. Obi-Wan's force ghost comes back and tells Luke that Leia is his twin sister and they must face Vader to destroy the Empire. And Luke has to complete his training as well. Well, the, the completion of his training... Um, this was also dumb. Mm -hmm. This is kind of dumb. Um, while Yoda's dying, uh, Yoda's like, I can't teach you anything else. Basically because I'm dying, so I literally can't. And Luke says, so I am a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and Yoda's like, no, you have to kill Vader to be a Jedi. So the completion of his training is unseating the root of all evil from the throne of evil. Mm -hmm. And it's like, great, that'll be easy. Especially not being a real Jedi. You're a goofy... Okay, the Rebel Alliance finds out there's a second Death Star under the supervision of Darth himself. And the station is protected by an energy shield. Han uh, leads a strike against it, um, which Leia's like, some idiot is leading that strike. And it's General Han. <laughs> What's he gonna do? <laughs> and he doesn't have a co-pilot, but Chewie's like, yeah, of course. Why didn't you ask me already? It's fucked up. We've been friends for like 30 years. Yeah, and that's very nice because Han is like, well, I didn't want to put you in that spot. And then Chewie just goes like, like, he pals, you know. Chewbacca is the best side character. Yeah, he's truly, yes. <laughs> Except maybe R2-D2. R2-D2 is also... R2-D2 has so much spunk. Yeah, he's got a lot BB-8 is a poor impression. And they yeah. couldn't replace Chewbacca in the in the new sequels because he's iconic they couldn't even kill him off because he's too good yeah there's <laughs> i feel like a lot of the the sequels are bad movies right yeah with ray best part of those movies is adam driver mm -hmm. as kylo ren he he has a really good arc his arc's better than ray's arc yes he's especially since they destroy her arc in the third movie mm -hmm. they those movies just put so much also, stock Oh, Sorry. I'm also pissed that they made them actual love interests because before they were connected by the Force. Yeah. and Also, it's really annoying how Rey was a nobody. Psych, you're actually one of the most important people in the world, which you already said with Destroying Your Art, but that movie no, also... No, I mean clarify it. Yeah, that movie also has a lot of imitation because with the prequels it's like oh this takes place before so we get all the iconic characters you love these people like uh, r2d2 c3po mm -hmm. yada yada and then these new movies are like okay well it doesn't make sense to have r2d2 again we need something new what is similar and it's all just imitations and it feels very fake yeah so that's really not about return of the jedi at all but well these movies are just so good you yeah. gotta complain about what what the spin-offs were. Yeah. Okay. So it's the core team. It's the BFFs for life. And they're gonna destroy the shield generator that's on the forest moon of Endor. Which I fucking love Ewoks. I know a lot of people who like the original trilogy are pissed about Ewoks because it's just these cute cuddly guys. Why the fuck are there care bears in my war movie? Uh-huh. I love Ewoks. Yeah, they're very fun. They're so cute. And they were, like, children, right? It was children in bear costumes. I think so. I which don't is know just exactly, but... so much cuter. 
Especially when they start murdering. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. <laughs> <sighs> okay. The team uh, has stolen an Imperial shuttle that they're going to sneak in with. But they encounter that tribe of Ewoks I was talking about. They gain their trust because C-3PO is a deity. And Leia gets her hair braided. Ultra cute. <laughs> then Luke tells Leia that even though we made out three times, we're siblings. Yep. Vader is their dad, and they have to confront him. Um, Luke surrenders to the Imperial troops so that he can be brought before Vader. But he he tries to tell him, like, hey, abandon the dark side, dad. So I don't have to kill you. <laughs> look, look at Banner, dad. <laughs> I love dad. <laughs> And Vader's like, great, it's so great that you recognize you're my son. I'm going to meet you, you're going to meet my mentor. He's this great guy. We're going to tell you about our pyramid scheme. <laughs> Called the, the, the dark side. It's it's the Sith, it's a hot new trend. I'm going to let you get it on the ground floor because you're family. This is something that drives me up a wall about Star Wars. Like, you know, obviously a lot of fiction with good and evil realize like today realizes oh it's more interesting if they're if if they're both shades of gray yeah and star wars is just like i am the dark side the power (laughs) of the evil force and then everyone else is like i'm the light side of the force i'm good even though jedis are way more fucked up yeah so that's well that's not true because the dark side murders people yeah but emotionally (laughs) but it's kind of like that's boring a little bit even though it makes some really cool characters Mm -hmm. but what is really problematic about it and it's a big problem in the prequels but in this one it's just kind of like luke is kidnapped and then the emperor just kind of keeps saying like you will be my pupil and luke is like no (laughs) and the emperor is like eventually you will be my pupil you will see and luke is like i will never be your pupil and that's their whole recruitment plan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's the same in the prequels. Well, you can tell it it works that he's leaning toward the dark side based on character costume because we do see Luke wearing a lot of black. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't know. This this concept is so dumb, and I don't know if there's like some argument for it, but it seems like every time a character is like tempted by the dark side or with Kylo Ren tempted by the light side, mm-hmm. it's like, ooh, I really want to, but I'm just not gonna. Like, like It's like me and eating more vegetables. Yeah, like in the sequel. That was supposed to pop you more. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I'm just so uh, making myself ornery about the way the force works, but it, it doesn't make sense that they can just like, oh, I was around the emperor for this long, and he kept saying I was going to be evil, so I've got no choice. That's what happens to Anakin in the prequels. He's like kind of manipulated, but when it gets down to it. Uh, it is just a character saying, join the dark side. Be evil now. And they're well, eventually like, okay. Emperor Palpatine is just really good at the law of attraction. He puts the energy into the universe and he gets what he wants. That's true. He should write a self-help book. Okay. <laughs> so, Vader takes Luke to... After Vader takes Luke to the Emperor, um, there's this attack going on. Like The rebels are going to destroy the second Death Star, and Han is on the ground. Like, that's the reason they're with the Uoks, to destroy the shield generator. Yep. So there's a bunch of people up in space that are waiting for the shield to go down. They're getting absolutely shit-rocked by the Empire. Yep. And eventually, um, the Emperor is like, hey, this Death Star is actually operational. And he starts just one-shotting rebel ships out of the sky and Admiral Ackbar is like we gotta get the fuck out of here (laughs) it's a trap it's a trap we're screwed and last second um Han like gets rid of the uh the shield generator and they're Mm -hmm. able to destroy it but in between that stuff is this really stupid dark side thing uh the emperor is saying like join the dark side Oh, kill me. I can feel that you want to kill me. You try and kill me right now. And eventually Luke just does. Yeah. And he is blocked by Vader's sword and the two of them begin fighting. Um, Vader, during this fight, senses that he has a sister. Or Vader has a daughter, Luke has a sister. Mm-hmm. 
And he says, okay, well, I'll just go get her. Luke then defeats Vader, cuts off his hand, and the Emperor is like, kill Vader, take his place, be my apprentice. Which, again, five minutes ago, Vader was, like, the Emperor was just saying, be evil now. And Luke says, no. So Luke refuses, declares himself a Jedi, like his father before him, uh, his father who is currently not turned, just lying there beaten. The Emperor attacks Luke with force lightning. Vader betrays the Emperor, picks him up and throws him down an elevator shaft while being zapped with lightning, and uh, is mortally wounded. This is kind of, this is a nice scene, obviously very famous. Vader asks for his helmet to be removed. So he can look upon his son with his own eyes. And then he uh, is basically redeemed from the dark side. He is now on the light side. He's a Jedi. Mm -hmm. And he dies. And the shield generator is... Anakin dies. Shield generator is down. So the second Death Star is uh, getting blown up by flying into the core and shooting the battery or whatever. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things happen at once. Pretty cool lightsaber duel. I will say that. Yeah, very cool. Force landing is cool. Yes. Would have blown my fucking mind if I saw this in theaters and like they can do that. Yeah, like with um, um, Azula. When yeah. We find out that she has blue fire and can do lightning so quick, so good. I take everything I said about the dark side back. Force lightning would get me. I'd be like, yeah, okay. if you found out you could do that. Yeah. Like yeah, I'll be evil. I don't give a shit. I already give in to anger all the time anyway. <laughs> Red sabers? Yeah. Yeah. Purple sabers? Ooh. Um, I know this is old old meme news, but it cracks me up when people point out, like, oh, Mace Windu is a very ferocious fighter, and he toes the line between the light and the dark side. Mm-hmm. You know, blue and red, so his saber is purple. Yeah. It's like, well, Samuel L. Jackson wanted a purple sword, so they came up with that <laughs> so he could have a purple sword. Um, it totally works, though, because Mace Windu was going to kill Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, he's a motherfucker. Which is... Yeah. In line. <laughs> Very in line. Very... I love the lore built up around these that got decanonized which is too bad yeah but star wars the wikipedia is so fun yeah just click through that sometimes i'll just read about the lightsaber dueling forms and just like read who's good at what and stuff it's really it's fun to get involved i'm glad ahsoka is recanonized yes she's cool i look forward to the mandalorian quite a bit i we should get back into watching the clone wars as well yeah uh we should watch it in order because apparently even on disney plus it's all out of order and there's a viewing order that makes more sense. Oh, maybe that's why I couldn't get that engaged. Yeah, because it's kind of like, okay, I guess we're in the middle of a, a war right now. But if you watch it in order, it goes like more sensically, like a normal show. That is... Bad. Yeah, why would they do that? Why... It's kind of like what happened with Firefly, yeah. where they aired the finale and then other shit or something. And it totally screwed it. Firefly is uh, Star Wars walked so firefly could run but star wars also ran so yeah but Uh, i get what you're saying star wars ran so firefly could sprint and then (laughs) for some reason network executives were like we don't need more seasons of this okay star wars is great I'll, i'll say it i like firefly more than star wars even though there's less lore i think the world build around star wars is way more interesting but if firefly had gotten the chance to exist (sighs) <sighs> yeah firefly is so cool particularly because i mean maybe this would have been ruined with more seasons probably not because it was good but there was so much mystery of like it's all humans but there's hints of something else out there oh the reavers there, yeah the reavers yeah, the and movie. like the warp and shit and like yeah, there's hints of aliens if i recall like there's black markets where people are like this is alien technology mm-hmm. it's like it could be you know it, the show could do that, but we'll never know. It's rough. Um, okay, we're on the last little bit of this movie here. Yeah. Um, they get the shield generator down. The Millennium Falcon leads a group of rebel fighters into the core while the rebel fleet destroys the new Death Star. Lando um, 
and another guy destroy the reactor and escape from... They escape from it before it explodes. Luke also escapes with the body of Anakin Skywalker. And I like getting in fights about how Darth Vader is evil because if you watch the movies... No, he's not. Not in the end. Mm-hmm. He's Anakin again. Yeah, which is, according to the rules of good and evil, makes sense. You yeah. know, he's good but, now. Well, with modern cancel culture, <laughs> Darth Vader would just be Darth Vader. He wouldn't even get an opportunity to redeem himself. And that's what's wrong. Dr. Seuss. No, I'm done. I'm done. Thank I don't you. have anything for Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Dude was racist. Get over it. <laughs> yes. Well, don't get over it. Learn from it. Adapt. Be better. Yeah. Everyone who's all pissed, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else, hell, high five. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm still going to read Green Eggs and Ham. You can't take that away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking libs. Um, okay. There is Big Party. Yeah. Back on Endor. Leia's like, okay, you know that side thing I was having with Luke? That's over. He's my brother. Yeah. Um, so let's seal the deal. You and me. Let's make a little Kylo. Little Ben. You know, in terms of Star Wars walked, mm-hmm. so Game of Thrones could run. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they, they Except for season some, eight. They had uh, incest God. stuff in the first movie and then decide where they wanted to take the story. Got cowardly and uh, were just like, ah, he's my brother. And George R. R. Martin saw that and thought, it's a really good fucking idea, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Han and Leia are happily ever after until the sequels when they get star divorced. <laughs> rough. Star custody wars. <laughs> and who won? Snoke. Snoke won Snoke the custody did wars. Um, he got that baby. Yeah, so there's just a bunch of celebrations... We get to see the force ghosts of Ben Kenobi, Yoda, and Anakin. And what's fun about the remaster is that they use Hayden Christensen uh, rather than some random dude who's no no one has ever seen in the movies. Um, I guess. As, as Vader. I bet the actors, and, or his estate if he's passed, I don't know. I bet they're probably pissed. Why didn't they use James Earl Jones? Yeah. Could you imagine? Luke has a black dad. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Not in not in space, guys. <laughs> Come on. Um, but yeah, pretty pretty good pretty good movie. Would you like biological about? dad? To be clear, you can have a you know yeah biological. Unless the the baby has like uh, oh the mother's genes were strong. Assuming the mother was white, we never get to meet the mom. Of Anakin, well, Anakin's Anakin's mom or Luke's mom? Luke's mom is in this uh, movie. Padme. We don't get to yeah in the extended I universe. I clear, clarified. Yeah, no, I confuse my own self. Uh, what do you like about Return of the Jedi? What are your favorite bits? Um, why is it? In top? I keep thinking like, I love your question. Why is this movie in the top one hundred? But for these, it's because it's Star Wars. Yeah, in the top one hundred. So I I like the adventure. I regret the James Earl Jones bit. Okay. But. Cancel me. <laughs> um, you're canceled. Job done. I also like the adventure. And the stakes are super high. Yeah. Again, the locations are fantastic. Endor's cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of this, I guess it's kind of weird. I think of Endor when I think of this movie, but 30 minutes of it take place in a dusty palace with a creepy job of the hut. So maybe I don't really like that part. Yeah, I. you could take job out of these movies. Mm-hmm. It is stakes for Han, I guess, but yeah. you can get something different. I mean, job is cool. Like that, the mob boss is cool because it establishes the alien universe, which yeah. is one of the more awesome parts about Star Wars. Yeah. It's like, the humans are fighting the Galactic Empire. Aliens are smuggling stuff because the Empire won't let people buy things normal? Do you think they also smuggle stuff like eggs, milk, and bread? Probably. They got cereal and eggs and cheese. (laughs) They got eggs and bread and milk and cheese. 
We also have this goat. Hello. <laughs> that was for us. That yeah, one was, that for one was us. just for us. Um, let, do you want to... I want to rank each of these. Okay. And I'm going to try and keep it in context of, like, the rest of the list. Okay. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. You don't have to. They deserve a vacuum. There's okay. nothing else like them. We did do a vacuum for Lord of the Rings. Okay. Okay. This You're is right. me slamming my thighs. In right. Righteous indignation. I <laughs> 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 really got myself. Uh, a new hope. New One, hope. two, three, nine. <laughs> what the fuck what was that? <laughs> I said one, two, three. Yeah, but you did it so fast, so it's like... You don't know? You, you don't just... know what comes after three? <laughs> I know what comes after three, but I'm just saying, you shouted out there pretty quick. Uh-huh. So if I was going to say, like, Empire Strike Back, one, two, three, eight. Eight! Yes! You scrambled. <laughs> um, I would also say nine for New Hope. Uh, I would... I was more committed to the bit than the actual number, so I'm going to say oh. nine for Empire Strikes Back as well. Eight for me. Okay, so eight and a half on this one, nine on A New Hope. Well, okay, so The Empire Strikes Back has a lot of the love story, and Lando, and all of that stuff is really fucking cool. So maybe that's a nine as well. Yeah, it's got love story, Hoth. Hoth is cool. Bespin, the Dagobah sequence, which I think is cool because yeah. you get... Runty little Yoda. Um, okay, two nines. Two nines, and then uh, for Return of the Jedi, I would say nine. you're you're saying nine. I was gonna say seven. We didn't even get it. One, two. Okay, eight. Okay, so seven. nine plus nine plus eight. You don't divided get by three. Okay. What? You don't get to say two numbers. Why? For one movie. What? You said nine. Yeah, and you said seven. Well, we were... Oh, okay. I see so what's happening. So, eight. Well, I was talking about... Um, uh, because when we were talking about uh, Return of the Jedi, you said nine, and then I said seven, and you said nine again, just confirming your nine, and then you said nine plus nine, and I thought, you just said nine twice, and now you get two nines <laughs> on Return of the Jedi? This is bullshit. <laughs> Uh, and then you're like divided by three so I'm like okay so you're taking your two nines and my one seven and we're averaging that out by three this is bullshit but uh, that's not what happened so nine nine and eight so at eight and point six good movies they're fun yeah I'd recommend them but not to my mom because she hates Star Wars wow and it's because she's a Republican <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, thanks for listening. If you listen, talk about Star Wars. (laughs) Bye. Bye.